Um, there is a Scots translation of Sorcerer's Stone. Yes. I told you this before, didn't I? So it's literally Scots English. It uh, Sorcerer's Sco- Stone. As Sorcerer's Stone. <laughs> in Scots English. And I really, really want to get a copy. Unfortunately, they only translated, I think, the first. So only Sorcerer's Stone. And it's called um, Sorcerer's Stain. So <laughs> I can't pronounce it right, but obviously Sorcerer's it's spelled Stein. 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 Oh, we're embarrassing ourselves so much. (laughs) But it's just an amazing thing that exists in the book world, and I wanted to share it. (laughs) But anyway, welcome to Mojo Book Reviews. I am Mo. I'm Joe. And today we're doing a mini episode where basically I have read a book and I really like it. And I want to perhaps convince Jordan to read it, perhaps convince you listeners to read it. Oh, I'm sorry I said Jordan. Don't, why are you gotta I use hate... my government name like that? <laughs> okay, I'll go back to Joe. Sorry. Um, <laughs> yes, um, so this episode, I'm going to be talking about Factfulness by, I forget his name, I will... <laughs> homeboy. <laughs> no, we really have to stop with the homeboy thing. <laughs> but um, it is a nonfiction book, and basically, uh, let's see, like the thesis of the book is that our, um, specifically people who live in... Um, like first world countries, um, richer countries, we have a very outdated view of the rest of the world and like the level of um, like poverty basically that's in the world. Um, So he starts off with, he he created this little quiz thingy with questions like uh, how many people live with under $1 a day income or something, or how, what percentage of girls end up finishing primary schools um and across the board no matter who he gives the this quiz to like he gives lectures and he makes people take the quiz across the board humans do worse than random when answering these questions so literally if he handed the quiz to a monkey and made the monkey just randomly pick pick answers the monkeys will do better than the humans because of how (laughs) Basically, people answer these questions way more pessimistically than is accurate. Like, they're answering the questions based on data that was true, like, 50 to 100 years ago. Wait, okay, so, so, the situation is actually better? Better. Okay. Way better. The, I think this, like, this subtitle of the book is something like, why the world is better than you think it is. That's shocking. I would have thought it was the other way around. Yes, most people do. That's why we answer so poorly. Yes. So the question that I remember, um, I don't really remember any of the questions except this one. What percentage of girls in the world, whole world, finish primary school? Um, 20%, 50%, or 90%? I would say 90. It's 90. Well, I kind of gave it away. Yeah, you did. 90% of girls in the whole world finish primary schools. Guess how many, what percentage of boys? Probably a little bit less less yeah why do you say less like we're thinking of like the middle east and like places where it's very like very poor let's say towns where like a family will send their boys to school but not their girls right because they need some of their kids to stay home and work type thing it would be smarter to send the girls to school yes but that's not okay you're totally (laughs) not doing what i thought (laughs) you would do um 
I mean, I guess, right? Because you want the boys to do like the farm labor, yeah, and, like, the heavier labor. Yes, and but boys that's, aren't smart. That's not how traditionally like male dominant societies think. That's why they fail. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> ignore what Joe said. Only ninety-two percent of boys finish primary school. So, wow. So there's only a two percent difference today. Um, between girls and boys. That's fascinating. Yeah, and most people think it's something like, I don't know, 50% of girls and like 99% of boys, which is, you know, far from accurate. So that's just one example. Um, let's see, what are my notes here? It's all about correcting an outdated and narrow-minded view of the world, specifically for people in first world countries. As the world has advanced, I'm just reading my notes because this is supposed to be a short episode and I don't want to keep just rambling. As the world has advanced and rich people have gotten richer, the poorest people have all gotten richer too. So poverty levels um, have gone way down um, despite what people think. People think like the rich get richer and the poor get poorer. And that's a, like, if you take a global view, that's completely not true. Um, poverty levels right now are less than 0.7 billion so 700 million people in the world live um like i forget what the poverty level is it's probably like less than two dollars a day or something like that wow. so only 700 million people out of what almost 8 billion at this point live at that level of poverty um in 1990 just for perspective 1.9 billion wow which was 36 percent of the world population was living at that level so is that just because of inflation though no absolutely not no like they're they're measuring basically the book talks about the quality of life and how it's gone up so mm. i don't know how few people in the world let's say in 1900 had running water in their house right very few but today like a vast majority of people even those living in some of the poorest areas in Africa, let's say, have water or at least pretty easy access to water, right? They don't have to walk all the way down to the river to bring buckets of water every single morning. Right. Okay. Fair. Which, I mean, it's fascinating the way the guy talks about how even just a small change, a small benefit, let's say, okay, his one example was a bicycle. Um, when a family goes from an income of, let's say, $2 a day to $4 a day, that's a double like that's a whatever 100% increase in their income which for most people at that level that's let's say the difference between not having a bicycle and having a bicycle and owning a bicycle at that point would mean something like the head of the household can get a much better job because he can easily go to a further place than he could just walking mm -hmm. right so that automatically expands the 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 opportunity that that family has and that in turn will also increase, probably increase their income. And once you get to that level, let's say the next thing that you invest in is let's say everybody in the family gets a toothbrush and that automatically increases um, like your, the health of your teeth, which is another just huge benefit that a person would have like to quality of life. Absolutely. Um, another one of his main points is we like to think about a very like, simplistic we have a very simplistic view of the world we think about like first world countries and like third world countries and kind of countries that are in the middle but his point is that in every single country um except very few um there are people living at all levels of income right there are people in 
Argentina, let's say there are people living at very, like, below the poverty line, and there are people who live way more, um, well, like, they make way more money, let's say, than us in living in first world America. Um, and, okay, I guess I can wrap it up by saying, he talks about this website called Dollar Street, and I'll make sure to link it in the description, where you can, um, basically it shows different families from all over the world at all sorts of, uh, income levels, and it shows detailed, like, pictures of their life, um, what kind of vehicle they have or don't have, uh, what their, like, literally pictures of their teeth, so you can compare, like, teeth health, uh, what their best pair of shoes is versus what their everyday pair of shoes is. So you get to see um, how no matter what country you're looking at, there are people who live very like high quality of life, whatever, and those who are at the very bottom, right? And you get to see like, you know what? There are people in Ukraine who have way um, like fancier bathrooms than I've ever seen. Um, like... <laughs> It, it basically broadens your view of the world and, like, exposes all of the, I don't know how to say it, like, we have a very... Misconception? Yeah, misconceptions about how the rest of the world lives and how much better things are today than even just 20 or 30 years ago. <laughs> it's, it's a brilliant book and I think everyone should read it or at least skim through it because it it blew my mind, right? And I would like to think that I'm kind of a, a educated, like I like learning about new things and like paying attention to the news and stuff. But the truth is that most of us don't realize like how the rest of the world lives and like how it's how it's changing. Okay, and then last thing, um, a very poetic quote. The world is a book and those who don't travel read only one page. Um, the quote is ascribed to St. Augustine. Um, what do you think about that? <laughs> well, some people only need one page to be content with. That is true. I think that applies to most people. Yeah. I mean, I understand what you're saying. I'm not, I don't enjoy traveling much at all, but, but recently you have, I have right? been traveling much more um, for work. And um, I had the opportunity to um, go to a town and work there for a week that was, um, like, it was just not a good area. And it was very eye-opening to see the different ways that the kids there um, thought, the way that they, like, their, their conversations with each other. Um, and it's fascinating to see that because I grew up in, like, a sheltered, bubble-wrapped town in Colorado. And then you go somewhere where, like, you know, there are shootings in these kids' neighborhoods and, you know, there's um, all sorts of crime and, like, really horrible things have happened to many of these kids. And it's just super eye-opening to see, like, wow, my life is really mm -hmm. amazing. Yeah. I was, you know, very privileged. Um, I guess I could also, like turn the quote inside out um it says the world is a book and those who don't travel read only one page you could also say uh books are the world and those who read only one page d don't get to travel <laughs> do you get what i'm saying wow okay um, right like if you can't travel 
not just if you can't travel. I just, it's just like books are so valuable. And if you don't read Was anybody books, else confused by that? No, Let no, us know basically... in the comments down below. <laughs> if you don't, uh, like if you don't read, if you don't read widely, you're missing out on a lot of experiences that you won't be able to have in life. But through books, you can have those experiences. I see. I see. I see. Right? I see. I get what like, you're saying. Reading books and reading widely is similar to traveling in that sense. Right, 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 right. Factfulness, I will put a link in the description. I will put a link in the description for Dollar Street. Uh, it's very cool, very eye-opening. Sounds very factful. If I... Oh, gosh. I'm gonna end this episode here. Thank you all for listening. <laughs>